0: Welcome to the Workplace Ninja Summit 2022 podcast. A live recording directly from Lucerne with interesting topics.
1: And there are we again with a full table of people on the Workplace Ninja Summit 2022. So nice to have you
2: guys. My name is Frans Houdendorp. And who have who have I here on the table? Hi, my name is Alex. I am uh Ninja Cat, I guess. Ninja Cat. Security dude. <laughs> security sh- dude. Yeah, I saw somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny?
0: I'm Johnny Castaldi. I'm also a Ninja Cat doing Microsoft Security and making the world a safer place.
2: Buongiorno. Wearing a black hat shirt. No, blue
3: hat. Blue is, hat. right? Yeah. Blue hat. It was in Israel, I think. Yeah.
0: yeah. In February.
3: And we have another Alex. Yeah, my name is Alex Rabone. I'm also a Ninja Cat and uh, doing similar stuff like the other two. Nice. And um, what do we uh,
1: what do we talk about? The, um, there were a few sessions. Uh, Alex Verbon and um, Johnny, you you gave a session. What was that all about?
3: Yeah, we uh, continued our KQL evangelizing mission uh, because we believe KQL has become a, an important tool, uh, like PowerShell. Um, that everyone who is dealing with, you know, Microsoft technologies, be it with EQ, security, endpoint management, uh, KQL can help you in your to achieve your daily tasks. And so we did a, uh, I think we, we did a good practical demonstration on how to use uh, KQL and uh, showed, did some live demos.
0: Yeah, it was uh, really cool. We did some demos on some new operators a uh, lot of blogging material which we can still work on or for the kql cafe and then the other session which i did was uh, stopping human operated ransomware with the microsoft security stack where i showed how you can use the microsoft e5 suite or the components of it to uh, prevent human operated ransomware from the initial compromise that you can monitor the, for instance the scanning of your firewall until the extraction of the nts.dit file and also the exfiltration of data, which you can also monitor and everything in between.
1: Alex, you was one of the speaker organizers, especially for the security track uh, here on Workplace Ninjas. How difficult was it to have security sessions related to Workplace?
2: Yeah, it was uh, challenging, but also I think we're uh, feeding from a very good MAP community and also some experts that uh, present here that have a connection to either one of the organizers or also to the people that kind of were owners of the tracks. So uh, it was it was okay from that perspective, but it was really tough to really you know set the 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 topics uh, more or less uh, more than at least six months before the actual event happens to kind of foresee what is really driving people's mind you know six months ago we all haven't had that uh, awful situation with russia and ukraine and um and that changed a lot especially in the security area and also in you know affecting how workplace you know focus topics kind of uh, drive IT leads or Csos these days yeah what was that for you, for you guys you you send in
1: send out an, an, an approve of and an, an session at, to get a session here was it challenging to get the right topic for your presentation uh, to be on stage here
0: um. It, it depends, you know, in the end we all have our own specialization, so we can all tell the stories, we all have our stories, we all have our own expertise, but uh, finding ways to inspire the viewers, I think that's, for me that was the most important part, how can you inspire someone to use KQL or use the E5 security stack to use Defender for Endpoint, uh, use Defender for Identity, use Defender for Cloud Apps and Sentinel of course. So that you can make your company safer, and then you have to think: uh, How can we ma- make slides, design a talk, so that people will get inspired? That's that's the challenge.
1: And uh, you both have a KQL Café. Well, it's in a community initiative around KQL. Um, so that you both delivered a session about KQL. Is it is it well used already? Besides the security people like analysts and consultants that are using it in in a normal day job. Is it already used within uh, companies that are smaller, bigger, or whatever? Alex?
3: I I do see some traction. Uh, I I mean, for the security people, there's no way around. I mean, you come across KQL in uh, uh, in any case. Um, But on the workplace side, um, yes, I believe, because people want dashboards Uh, And if you want to have dashboards, you know, you create them with workbooks, Um, and then if you want to create workbooks, uh, you ultimately use KQL behind there. And I already had customers that wanted to have a dashboard for Intune wipe activities and that sort of things, and uh, yeah, I I, I believe it's gaining traction, and as I highlighted in, in our talk, you know, I mean, PowerShell was launched around 2006, I mean. How much how many years did it actually took until PowerShell was more widely used than just the exchange admins and the Active Directory guys? I mean in my view, it took at least six years until you would you could say, you know, that more or less everyone in some way has had an interaction with PowerShell. And I believe the same will happen for KQL. Yeah, I totally agree.
2: Um and, and, and I think it's fair to say that uh, PowerShell had a as you just pointed out, uh, quite uh, hard adoption in a sense of took several years. And KQL is a bit more limited to the people or the group of people that really need to work with it day by day, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, And this is also how Microsoft design a product. A so, uh, first-level security analyst would not necessarily really be the person that is able to build advanced KQL queries rather than having some list of ferries that he or she would use within their day-to-day operations
1: Uh, what are your opinion about the guided experience for threat hunting because i think that helps probably customers who are not directly involved with kql but can do stuff
2: yeah it um i think it's a good vehicle uh, especially with nama uh, who was presenting together with pavel um, they presented their this new feature coming up and I like it very much because, it, like you said, it it helps you know accelerate the first steps of of learning KQL, but doesn't necessarily take away the the need to sit down and do it till you really know your stuff. You really I used to it is the same. I always compare it to to learning a language, right? So you have to. Learn the, the, the book the, the, the vocabulary, like the light vocabulary first and then you use basic grammar, you build sentences like I go to the bakery store or whatever. This is exactly how you search for IP addresses and whatnot, and then within your day to day operations really working with this this language, then you, you get the skills on not even not necessarily fluent, but you know how to put in the pieces that you get out what you need or what you're lo- looking for.
1: Yeah, you still need to educate people, uh, Johnny.
2: Yeah, you need to educate
0: people, and in the end, it's you learn it by doing, and the, the main advantage of the guided hunting is that people are allowed to drag and drop, uh, drop down uh, their uh, required items, and from there you can also switch it around so you can see the actual query. So you can say, hey, okay, so I started uh, with these item, I want this user and usernames ip addresses okay i got 1000 records so let's filter it out and choose for a certain device name maybe when we want to see all devices start with laptops and you already have three quarters of your query so it's easy if you see hey you need to do a uh, where is to uh, select something so we can do a where starts with to select where starts with laptop and that way you can uh, Use the guided hunting uh, to improve your own knowledge and also to get a good starting point.
1: Alex, if if you look at KQL, um, my previous talk was with Jan Kettle uh, about log analytics and he used also uh, KQL within uh, uh, such a reporting and that sort of stuff. But because it's fast, um, what is for you the biggest enhancement, biggest picture, but the biggest thing
3: for KQL? Biggest thing Okay, next one. No 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 the, the biggest thing is that I can do things that I usually did maybe with other tools, that I can now achieve that equally and maybe faster, as you mentioned the word fast with KQL. Well. To give you an practical example, when I want to data mine my active directory, right? I look for certain attributes. I would typically use, you know, use get AD user now, provided that I have Microsoft Defender for Identity, provided I have Microsoft Sentinel, I get also identity information in, in a KQL environment. And I can very quickly, I would say almost quicker than my PowerShell commands, where I still would have to create filter commands, etc. And here I'm much faster in KQL to pull out information Um, Out of currently user objects uh, that living in in, in Active Directory, you know, their OU location, their security attributes, uh, that sort of information.
2: I think not only the pulling out, but also the showing, uh, making this information transparent within, you know, the quick adoption into Power BI is one of the major advantages that KQL has, or the plus points, or whatever you want to call it, that you're not only able to, you know pull information out of a tenant, this is something that we do in IT for many, many years, but also to build highly dynamic um, Power BI dashboards that you can provide to each and every person in the organization that is interested, no matter if this is the CISO that wants to build a PowerPoint presentation from the past in in a modern way and say, hey, you know, this is the dashboard that we are talking about through over and over every quarterly meeting where we uh, sit together and reflect or review the, the, the KPIs. Now we're doing this in, in Power BI, which beneath has KQL queries that, that live pull the data out of the environment. This is amazing.
1: Yeah. Um, afterwards, uh, after the sessions, there was also an uh, Ask Me Anything session about XDR. Uh, you, uh, Alex, you have hosted that session, uh, I guess. I saw on the on the schedule uh, what was the what were the main questions that customers that people have uh, around the HDR stack of Microsoft?
2: yeah if you have these uh, um, experts in the house you definitely need to do a ask me anything sessions and and they did really well but we a lot of uh, we had a I think it, I it was a fluent conversation with many many good questions we tackled different topics from endpoint which was High demand, I'd say. Um, over to we brought up the reference architecture, pulled out some pieces, threat intelligence, Defender for external uh, attack surface management, stuff like that. So the new stuff that's uh, you know just recently been been announced. Um, but also uh, we were talking about kind of lessons learned. Um, what have we seen, or we the experts seen? Um, what people need to address within their organization, kind of a major, let's say, a quick takeaway from this conference. What can I do if I now return back home and and tomorrow have a meeting with my boss? What would be the major three topics that I should address from this conference? And here people were uh, explicitly bringing up the um, ransomware topic. And we didn't only talk tech, which I found personally really amazing. But also we were talking about, hey, guys, this is really, you know, not only technology, this is change in an organization that, that the organization itself needs to uh, build an established process that if it, you know, we all assume in breach, unfortunately, but if that, if it, uh, shit hits the fan, then, well, what are we going to do?
1: And Jenny, what was for you the key takeaway oh,
0: by in the Ask Me Anything session? I guess uh, for me what I like to see is that if you look back like two years ago people weren't that active with the whole product. So it was installed, it was configured, but now you see that people are actually using the product using Threat and Vulnerability Management. They are aware of all the new features, they get a feeling with it, they get... you, You can see there's more traction going on and for me that's a good thing to see because it's an excellent product to work with but the customers also uh, need to put some effort in it because in the end, they will be using it day by day. And from our roles, mostly we do the implementations or we do IR. So if customers and people are more working with it, it's for me, that's a good thing to see. Anything to add, Alex?
3: Yeah, I mean, one, one thing I hear all the time is, you know, yeah, we know, but we have no time and we're so stressed and, Uh, you know push it forward and 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 what we try to encourage people is uh, I don't know where the saying is coming from but you know there's this thing like you know security is not a sprint it's a marathon Um, and the key takeaway that we try to deliver okay when you look at that Microsoft reference architecture I mean it's it's, you know mind-blowing and where to start and 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 what I always try to encourage people and and try to deliver their messages this is not something you have finished in a week in a month not even in two months um you know it can easily take a year or two um and if you are in a situation where you still also have to maintain the daily operation of your company uh you know then set your goals that are in line with what you can do but at least do something do it in, in a slower pace um and in the end um, I'm, I'm i'm confident uh, of my own experience and and those of my customers that you do you can increase your security posture one does it faster the other um you know uh, needs more time in the end do something and you know not just oh we have no time at all and then we do nothing that would be the worst thing
1: yeah um when looking at the conference, it was the first conference, Workplace Ninja Summit co- uh, conference that was in person, I, I think. The, yeah. the, the previous one were virtual. Um, there are thoughts about next year. There is a conference next year. Um, what is the, 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 the benefit to be finally
3: together with all the people for you? I think I can see your face. finally (laughs) no i I mean honestly i mean we had planned a physical in the first year and then came what everybody knows so we had to you know last minute kind of switch to virtual which was okay but you know honestly four days it was no three days three days at home you know eight hours in front of your teams um and not even in daily life we liked it um so i definitely think it was a totally different experience uh, because it was not only about the sessions, but it's also about the breakout, about the personal interactions. I mean, I, I got to know so many people that you know, you call your friends in Twitter uh, or, or your followers, but now actually, you know, you can give someone a compliment. Hey, like, I know, I, I follow your blog, and I, I, you wrote that, and that gives so much appreciation, especially for for us who, who try to do something for the community. Um, that's super awesome here yeah
1: yeah great good to hear and probably we should we will see each other next year uh, i guess
2: yeah next year uh, we hope so i mean <laughs> the conference is going to happen next year to from the 27th to the 29th of september yeah um the location will be announced shortly uh, uh
1: within uh, an uh, one and a half hour or so yeah yeah
2: um and we're really looking forward because uh, like you said i mean the conference uh, in my opinion at least is not about the uh, the, the, the sessions it is about the conversations the stories that people tell and this is nowhere possible more possible or a- a possible than it is at a physical conference
1: yeah absolutely agree with that uh, isn't it Johnny
0: yeah exactly so I met so many people but also have some really nice sessions and if you try to manage imagine how many knowledge there is at this event not only by the staff, by the speakers, but also the people are coming in here. They are trying to learn of them, but we are also learning from them. So for me, it was an excellent event.
1: It's it's a collaboration. So we, we have to do it with each other. And that's, that's the case. So many thanks for being here. That was the last recording uh, in the Workplace Ninja Summit podcast series. Um, so and enj- hopefully you have enjoyed it. Otherwise, um, please, Let me know so what we can improve. So probably uh, we will improve and uh, see each other uh, next year in a new version of Workplace Ninja Summit. Thank you all.